Continuing our earnings coverage, the big one this week in its comeback story is Mattel. The stock now trading at the highest in four years, extending its run strength this morning after sales and guidance beat expectations. We have the CEO joining us and Chairman Enon Kreis is back with us here. Enon, great to have you back on the program and congrats on another, frankly, just a stellar quarter. Appreciate you joining us. Thank you, Oliver. Great to be here. So what, again, here is the most important message to investors? Like I said last time, I generally don't try to give the most glowing, you know, reviews, but it's just hard to find something wrong. You guys are beating expectations. You're upping the guy, and it's basically everything you told us when you were here last quarter happened. So which is the most important in terms of looking forward for the company? Well, thank you for your comments. Uh, this was a record quarter for the company. Our results came well ahead of expectations with outstanding growth and very strong increase in profitability and free cash flow. Our net sales were up 47%, 47%, the highest quarterly growth rate on record going back more than 25 years. For the third quarter in a row, we had double digit sales increase, grew ahead of the industry and gained market share globally. This quarter was particularly strong in that our growth was very broad based. We achieved double-digit growth in each of our four regions, double-digit growth in our, each of our seven categories, and strong double-digit growth in our three power brands and American Girl. So what you are seeing um, is the success of our multi-year transformation strategy, which we believe puts us in an excellent position to continue to improve profitability and accelerate growth. The numbers on the top line, obviously, just way ahead of the expectations. The bottom line in particular, too, pretty interesting. On an adjusted basis, when you exclude items, uh, you had a much smaller loss than analysts had expected, 10 cents versus 35. Walk me through how you made that happen. Yes, we, we performed really well on our bottom line. Uh, adjusted EBITDA was up $155 million. This was the 11th consecutive quarter of improving gross margin on a year-over-year -year basis. Uh, and in fact, it was the, uh, uh, the first, positive operating in, uh, first positive operating income in the first quarter since 2014. So, um, you know, very strong performance on the bottom line. Uh, this is largely driven by our structural simplification program that we completed last year. This was over a billion dollars of cost savings. We recently introduced a new program to reduce our cost base by another $250 million by 2023. We're already seeing some of the benefit this year. We just raised our target for savings this year to between 80 um, uh, to $90 million. And we continue to make progress on our, uh, on our transformation. It's about performance. It's about results. And the company is performing very well across the board. How much is that transformation being aided by a period where there's a lot of discretionary income, personal incomes have risen over the past year, and then a lot of need for entertainment in this stay-home environment? Uh, are you able to figure out what might be a one-time push and what is going to be sustainable and trending going forward? So this is the third consecutive quarter of double-digit growth and also where we increase our market share. And while our exceptional growth this quarter benefited uh, primarily, uh, uh, for, uh, there was some strength that came from year-over-year COVID-related comparisons, mm -hmm. uh, partially, uh, we believe that the strength of our performance, the strength of our results overall, is driven by our iconic brands, 
the quality and breadth of our product and our execution capabilities in terms of supply chain, our commercial network, and very effective demand creation in close collaboration with our retail partners. We grew share for the third consecutive quarter, uh, which really means that we're not just riding the wave, but are growing well ahead of the industry. And the strength of our performance is also evident when comparing 2021 results to 2019 before COVID, with net sales being higher by 27% when you compare the first quarter of 21 versus the first quarter of 19. Mm. So 27% up, um, taking 2020 out of uh, the, the bridge or out of the comparison. Uh, so we believe we are very well positioned to gain momentum for the full year and very confident about our trajectory. Right now, this has been a top line growth story to your point about this record quarter of almost 50% sales. Uh, it sounds also like a lot of uh, specific tweaks that you want to make to have that greater profitability on the bottom line. One of the other things that you've talked to investors about, you've talked to us here about is the plan to add on to the existing suite of products and toys with different types of content, film, et cetera. As we get closer to that stage of going from kind of you know fixing this business, making it more profitable, finding the revenue, and then going and growing it with new products, is that going to be a more cost-intensive measure? And are you getting close to that kind of pivot point where then you start saying, hey, our margins are good enough, our business is strong enough, we can now use money and spend to invest? Are we getting there? Well, in terms of uh, our second phase or the mid to long term part of the strategy, which is to capture the full value of our intellectual property. Yes. We're taking a capital light approach uh, in Mattel film and Mattel television. We're not taking uh, risk in terms of funding production or, uh, or getting into film financing for that matter. We are partnering with the best creative talent in the world and the best studios as distributors. And we already announced uh, 12 projects, 12 film projects, ambitious projects, large, uh, exciting, with top talent. The latest one was just last week. Um, uh, in fact, earlier this week, I'm sorry, uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robot with Vin Diesel in Universal. This is number 12 from the House of Mattel Films. This is not an investment or a capital investment for Mattel. We are leveraging our brands, the strength of our brands, the fact that we have such built-in fan base and avid, avid consumers uh, to continue to, uh, uh, to extend our brands into new domains. Mattel Television, another great example of how we're extending our brands. We recently announced plans to develop the Barbie fashion battle. It's a reality show where designers compete for, the ch for a chance to create fashion collection for Barbie. Our latest animated Barbie television movie, uh, not theatrical, but television movie, Barbie uh, and Chelsea, The Lost Birthday, had a very strong launch uh, this past weekend on Netflix. It ranked as the number five uh, movie in the US on Netflix compared to all films, not just for children. Mm. Uh, so great, uh, great connectivity, great engagement uh, from our fans. We're very excited uh, uh, by this growth, by this momentum. There's another movie coming out later this year, another Barbie movie, television movie. Uh, on Netflix, and this is before the uh, tentpole theatrical release with, uh, that we are producing with Warner Brothers, uh, with Margot Robbie to star as, as Barbie uh, live, live action uh, uh, motion picture.
Okay, lots in the hopper still and uh, some exciting content on the way. Thanks as always for the walkthrough and on and looking forward to continuing the conversation. Thank you so much. Great, great to see you. Thank you. Enon Kreis, the CEO at Mattel, shares a little change after jumping almost 4% to start the session, highest since mid-2017.